after further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Review last segment of the day on Labor Day weekend. We got planned, Frank. I'll be heading up to Kent Goldsmith's house. You're already at Kent Goldsmith's house when you watch the game. I was, I was actually over at his folks' house. Oh, at his folks' house. Oh, so wait a minute. Are they Michigan? Yes, they're Michigan State fans. Yeah, his dad, his dad Phil, is an alumnus. Really? I didn't know that Kent Goldsmith's dad was an alumnus. Yeah, his yeah, his dad Phil is a, an alumnus of the law school there. Really? Yeah. Wow. So wait a minute. So is Kent a Michigan State fan too? Or yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, he is. Okay, so you guys went over there and watched that. Is the mom from Michigan State too? Or uh, yeah, yeah, Lynn's mom is a Michigan State fan. Wow! So there was a good Michigan State party at Kent Goldsmith's house. Yeah, little, little bit. And you just got on the motorcycle, dude. I'm not a mo- motorcycles. Really hard for me. I mean, there, there's some motorcycles aren't for everybody. Right, I know, but I mean, I'm, there's some people. If you want to drive one, okay, I'm, I've got no issue with it. But I'm not. It's just not really my cup of tea. Uh, a cup of tea or anything. Okay, that's nice, though. Let's see here. Uh, you know, I mean... Uh, no. Right here, though. Unless you want more scores. There you go. Get it. <laughs> there you I mean, go, Frank. You could. There you go. Get on that motorcycle and... You know who's on, who's on the motorcycle today Ooh. is uh, Oklahoma. They are up 35 nothing over Florida Atlantic. Oh, yeah. And Ohio State just scored again. Again? Oh, man. Yep, they're, they are riding that, they are riding that motorcycle. And we got an upset alert. Maryland leading Texas 17-7. to Oh, boy. You think that they're horrible, though. Mm-hmm. You said that about them. But then... Get on that, get on that motorcycle, Frank, and turn it up, baby. Well, let's see, and we got the, and we've got a back score to tell you about. The state of Kent is leading Illinois ten to three. It's Illinois. The S is silent. It, 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 I would say it like it is on the bottom ten. Oh, okay, Illinois. Yeah, Il, no, it's Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, okay, okay. like yeah, other teams. The state of Kent was ranked ninth. Oregon State ranked eighth on the bottom ten. Mm. Let's see the Kansas Nayhawks. Right. Uh, so Frank, you and what are you and Kent gonna be doing? Are you guys on a party boat or something? Uh, no, we're we're just gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be having some people over to watch college football. Which college football games? I mean, the Michigan game and Notre Dame. I know that's gonna be a big one. Oh yeah, we'll I know be, you guys don't like Michigan, but we'll be we'll be we'll be watching that one too. We might do some fishing this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fishing? He has a lake or something? Yeah, he lives by a private lake. Oh, I didn't know that. I was learning more and more about uh, um, yeah. Mr. Goldsmith. Now, he didn't go to Michigan State, did he? No. 
Okay, where did he go to school? Uh, th- he actually started out at Adrian, and then he transferred to Lake Superior State. Oh, he did. So played he, ba- all- he played basketball there. Right, he went all the way up there. We got this for you. There you go. But this is what this segment is getting into. Yeah, even even though I wasn't really that impressed with the team's performance last night. Why not? We got a win. Uh, well, yeah, I know. It was a win. A win is a win is a win, as we like to say on here. But truthfully, there's a lot of stuff they got to clean up. Well, that's the first game for I know, but let's see. Think about it. College doesn't have preseason games like the NFL. Pass blo- I mean, look, pass blocking's really got to be a lot better. Run blocking's got to be better. There, and also cut down way too many penalties for my liking. A couple of times you had 12 men on the field. Oh, then I think I also mentioned and Justin Lane might get suspended next week because he threw a punch. Right. So, but there, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that's got to get cleaned up. I know. Remember Frank, first game. I, first I, game. I I understand it's the first game, but I mean, look, I'm not. I'm not going to try and spin it and say, oh, this was a huge win. I mean, look, yeah, you got to win, but you still, you, like LeBron James has said, and I know David the man of God Harrison said, be better next, be better tomorrow. Yeah, they will. D'Antonio, you know he'll get his game, his team all together, so don't even. But the one, one thing I do, I did like is they did run an op, a couple of option plays, which they executed pretty well, so hopefully Dave Warner realizes he's got something that works. Instead of running, jet sweeps to the short side of the field. So now, which that tri- that drives me nuts. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this with Michigan State and ESPN, and go ahead because we, we were supposed to have Ryan McCumber call in, but he had phone issues. Yeah, so I'll be. So the NCAA came out this week, and they had done an investigation, and they had said that they had found no violations with football or basketball. Or anything that that ESPN allegedly claimed tied them to Larry Nasser, mm-hmm. but look, and, and I'll say it again, and McCumber said the same thing. Look, the way the way that the administration handled the Nassar mess, that's a scar they're going to have to wear forever. Yeah, unless Michigan State starts winning, then people forget. But yeah. but I mean, <laughs> but yeah, but back in January, ESPN's OTL report came out saying trying to. Tie football and basketball into it, right? When they which, did the promo, me, made it seem like it was a dir- yeah, dark, dirty you secret. Touchdown, touchdown, Javon Ringer, shot of Larry Nasser. Then you show shot of basketball, oh, shot of Larry Nasser, Lauren Allsweet picking flowers, shot of Larry Nasser, Tom Izzo, shot of Larry Nasser. It was Mike D'Antoni, shot of Larry Nasser. It's Mark D'Antonio. Mark, Come right, on, right, stop right, being like uh, Shannon Sharp, Mark. <laughs> but look, it was. <laughs> It, I mean, look. It, it was is, just. It was. It was, it was it, just a bunch of BS that they were trying. It was bush league. Yeah, because look, they, the stuff they reported had been stuff that had all that was reported to the authorities. Like D'Antonio said, he said, "Look, look. Anytime I've had this, I reported it to the authorities, and they took care of it." Which was what he was supposed to do. And they brought up Walton, and it just uh, like yeah. They, they were say just that, trying to bring and then they try to say that he stole a bicycle, or that he kept his uh, or or that he kept his eyes open when he said the Lord's prayer in Sunday school. It was it was just plain stupid the way they were trying to do it. And then he, and the NCAA just came out and said, "Hey, we didn't find anything wrong." And now you got people like. Max Kellerman, Molly Karam, 
among others. Well, who, she just got married to a Michigan to, to Jalen Rose, which right. that and and I think Max Kellerman still came, and Molly Karen both said on first take, which or I should say worst take. This was what happened a few months ago with Michigan State. It was just a whole uh, bunch I, of this I would, with ESPN. Just a yakety sacks. We'll make up anything, pull out of our behind, and yeah. see if it throw it I mean, on the it, wall it, and it see it if it do, sticks. It, do, it does not diminish the fact that there were people at the university that handled the, da- handled the Larry Nasser situation poorly. And I will say it again, Larry Nasser is a piece of garbage, and it, he is going to rot in prison for the rest of his life. They just moved him, too. I mean, and obviously, he, and, obviously, uh, sexual assault or anything. And on he anybody also, well, is here's not, something else too. Is, is I want to. I want to. I want to share. He tried to get a new hearing for sentencing because mm-hmm. he thought that uh, Rosemary Aquilina, the judge, was too hard on him. Oh, boo hoo! And I remember this quote from from the judge saying, "This is not Burger King. He will not have it his, his way." way. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I. That that was that was ju- I thought that was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had you, you had to get that out there, you know. That you know. Yeah, I, you know, I have to I have to like judges like that who are low key savage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, right, just low key savage. Right, I keep going, Frank. Yeah. So now that it's all that it's all come out, and now you're gonna have Molly Care, Max Kellerman, anyone else like that. They're all, they're all they're all busy eating a nice cooked meal from Kentucky Fried Crow. Okay, David, what do you think? Well, I, I think again, I think it was good that the NCAA came out and cleared the university. Again, it started with kind of Bronny inquiry in March. The school said that they didn't think that they had violated any NCAA rules. NCAA dealt further, again, fueled by that Upside the Lives report, and then they came out and said, no, we were wrong. And so they they continue to investigate. They continue to kind of look into the situation, and then, again, they apologize, and now hope there are going to be a lot of people with kind of East Lansing and across the state of Michigan that are like, well, you know, ESPN kind of stoked the fire that didn't need to be stoked, but again, kind of, and it all comes back full circle. I would rather continue to dig deep, dig deeper, and then have you know apologize on the back end, rather than just kind of uncovering all things and just saying, oh, you know, if there, I'm glad that there was nothing there. I'm glad that Larry Nasser got what he deserved, and I still think, you know. Again, you know, pile of garbage, hot scum. But I, you know, I think it's good that the NCAA realized that those that weren't involved with it, those that were not a part of the situation, weren't handled, didn't get any kind of punishment. Hmm. Any more? Do they need any more investigating, though? I mean, <laughs> This is obviously Larry Nasser is going to be in jail forever, um, but the university did. It seemed like there's a common denominator in all these cases, though. Um, it always seems like the university always trying to protect its brand. When are you guys going to learn that that's how it works around here, that they're going to try to protect their brand, and that's why they try to do the cover-ups? Think about it. Almost every investigation they've done, 
It almost seemed like there's been a university cover-up, and then, obviously, usually there's a fall guy with Ohio State, Michigan State, and Penn State. Um, Baylor, too. Uh, it seemed like the university knows. Can we all agree that the university usually knows what's going on? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. Who? But it's but it's completely irresponsible to try and link it to other programs there as well. Right. Because when especially you when you have absolutely zero facts to go off of. Did it, were you upset about this? Well, I mean, I was I was definitely upset with the way that. ESPN was trying to tie these things together with nothing mm-hmm. thing to go off of. I thought that I I was I was furious with that, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, pretty much everyone from from Molly Caram, Max Kellerman, Paula Levine, Dan Murphy. I they all need to come. They not one of them has come out and owned up to being wrong. And they need, and I think they need to be held accountable in some way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, look, Valen- Mike Valeni said it on his show. He said they all should be fired. I'm not sure if that's going to happen, but something something should be done here because that what to, to was people poor. at ESPN or yes, because what they what they did was poor journalism ethics, especially Paul Levine. When I mentioned this back in Mar- February, March, when Brock Washington, a walk-on, well, she dropped his name, saying that he was accused of use of sexual assault, but he when he had not even been charged, which that's a big no-no. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't put somebody's name saying hey, and that they have allegations against them without when there has been no criminal charges filed. Mm-hmm. But you know. It just shows how ESPN just keeps going deeper and deeper into the bowels of hell. <laughs> the bowels of hell, is that how you put it? David, do you agree that ESPN is going to the bowels of hell? No. I mean, like, I understand kind of the operation when, but I mean, if we're going to fire every journalist that kind of makes a mistake, yeah, granted, it was egregious, granted, it was because the magnitude and eventually kind of once the investigation took place and everything was revealed to not have been the case, kind of, and every, everyone's name is clear, and I don't think a journalist should be fired for that. Right. What, like, they just made, well, especially, well, what well, if they made a boo-boo? I mean, they made a, made a mistake. Well, it, well, David, here's the thing. It's just that if you break, if you violate ethics of journalism, there should be some form of consequences. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, the one case I will reference was a few years ago Drew Sharp plagiarized the work of David Harnes who was a blogger for iSports Web at the time for a story on uh, Miranda McCoy who Connor Cook was had really reached out to was really good friends with and trying to help her out and Sharp plagiarized it for the free press and when it got uncovered he got he was suspended for for what he did because he because you commit plagiarism that's a no no mm-hmm. and the, but there were some people that said he should have been fired for it because he know because he knowingly committed it I mean look I understand if you in a story you accidentally forget to put a sort credit somebody 
he won in one way. I mean, look, like you you could correct that mistake easily if it's online. <laughs> Excuse me, if it's online. Coughing in the mic again. Fine, but but if you knowingly committed and essentially just don't give a damn about it, then yeah, that's when you got to face the more severe consequences. Because what that's what some, that's something you're taught in all, any journalism class. Don't plagiarize. Oh, he said he put the mic down. David, what do you think? I mean, yes, I would I would agree. Don't plagiarize, but I don't. I think plagiarism is kind of different than what happened with the ESPN kind of investigation and kind of the way ESPN. You, you, so, David, you're abs- you're absolutely right about that, but still. I mean, it's one of the car. It's one of the cardinal rules of, of journalism. Make sure you have all your facts. Don't try and throw. Just don't go and throw crap at the wall. Hope it sticks. And when you, especially when you have nothing to back your story up. But I mean, we see that all the time in journalism. People throw out things like exactly. right and center you're, you're, well, and then yeah. come back. But but we don't fire them every time that we see. People throwing kind of darts into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and people like that essentially write for Deadspin. It's I or mean, look, kind of... I mean, David, it's people like that that have just decided to use journalism ethics as their toilet paper. And and honestly, it as someone who writes for a website, height, and I know several other journalists, the fact that they're throwing ethics out the window and sign to say bleep it I'm gonna do stuff my own way not follow the rules I just can't I, it just makes me mad I mean I, I understand it but I, I think also we just can't I think when it comes to journalism and especially sports journalism a lot of people are going to sacrifice some course of their ethics to make sure that they're the first to get a beat or a good storyline. Whether they have facts or not, they hear something from a source or source, and then they kind of run with it. And I think a lot of times, as you see, sometimes the facts are right, sometimes it's wrong, sometimes rumors get put on ESPN, and then they have to correct it, saying, or it's something first reported by this news outlet or this blog site. And then once they get more evidence, once they get more sources that are either credible or they get more information, then they update and say, okay, first reported by this, now we can confirm it. I just don't think that just because they rush to a story that we should punish them for being the first. Now, granted, were their sources accurate? Probably not. But, again, sometimes... You sacrifice those morals and ethics to get to the story. Sacrificing the first one to this, break it. David, sacrificing in this case is uh, an understatement. They were they, they were just completely ignored because they try they tried to tie Larry Nasser to football and basketball at Michigan State. They had absolutely nothing. They said, We're just doing we're gonna do it just so we could get wet just so we could get web clicks. Because we know that our company is having issues right now, uh, and we want to get people to look. And I mean, you're basically just saying they basically sold their soul to the devil. Mm. 
David has nothing to say, I guess. Yeah, but... No, sorry, I was taking a drink of water. But, I mean, just kind of going back from January. So it started, the ESPN OTR report raised concerns over how the school handled sexual misconduct complaints against student-athletes. That kind of, that's, that was the OTR report, right? Well, and they all they were and they were bringing they were bringing up old cases that did involve football and basketball players that had already been adjudicated in the court systems were already handled, and they try and they base and then you had people like Lauren Allsweet at Deadspin trying to make it seem like oh Tom Izzo runs East Lansing, which that's just that's not true. At that's all. not true at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like the like they're, I mean, like he's like say oh he's in the he's in judge's pockets he's in the police no 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 and no nobody is above the law you sure Mark Mark D'Antonio's not in the judge's pockets no he he's definitely not because he came out and he came out and said I've done everything the right way if there's something I haven't come out and prove it nobody and we're in September now. Nobody had come forward to say anything. Yeah, so it's not East Lansing, it's East Izzo. Because <laughs> they're making Stop. it seem like he's running the town. I know that's not true, but that, that is poor reporting if you're trying to blanket it to where he's in the judge's pockets. And they got a statue of Izzo, and it's the Izzo zone. And <laughs> but hey, they, well, I mean, but, but the, the fact of the matter is, ESPN, even though with the report though, David, and I kind of see where you're trying to go with this. They did kind of make it seem like that the sports, all the sports programs, were basically intertwined with Nasser, and they did that when they did show a story. And, and and Frank brought it up earlier in this segment that every time they showed basketball, it was a picture of Larry Nasser. When they showed football, it was a Larry, it was Larry Nasser. And then all while the football and basketball programs had these cases against them, so basically it was trying to sling mud at the university. Yeah, and I, and I get where kind of ESPN we're going, we're kind of with the clickbait, but just to kind of challenge the NCAA's mindset just a little bit. With if I'm the outside of the NCAA, kind of the reason that they brought in their inquiry is because we know in college athletics, football and men's basketball are the two biggest revenue generators, and so kind of those are the two programs at any D1 university, really any kind of college outside of Stores, Connecticut. Where kind of if like we joke around say you know Tom Izzo isn't in you know David, David pockets, you get to the point know, David we got to wrap this up so you got to you get to your point like I can understand why the NCAA brought in their view to look at football and men, football and men's basketball because those are the two biggest revenue generators those are the two biggest money makers and so in other instances in other cases those two programs have had shady characters and so if I'm the NCAA. I'm broadening my scope to even just look at them. Even if we don't see any violations, just look at those because those are the two that are bringing the most money into East Lansing. But, that, but they they, what's that have to do with the, What's that have to do with Larry Nasser? He was the one that was committing these crimes against the gymnastics team. The football and basketball team have nothing to do with Larry Nasser. I mean, it almost goes to the point of the Ohio State segment that we did. You, you know, you're, you're digging too far with the investigation. It's like you're, you're just trying to pull anything out the air to find i mean larry nasser was with the gymnastics team what does he have to do with the football and basketball team 
Larry Nasser well, gymnastics are totally separate than the others. I understand that they, they, the revenue generating uh, sports, but let's keep it where the case should be and the focus should be on. It should be on Larry Nasser and what he did to these innocent girls, not sitting there trying yeah. to demonize the whole university because of what one man did. Yeah, but the NCAA's conversation, the, what the NCAA was looking at, was how the school handled sexual misconduct complaints. Yeah, that, like, that's against true. Against student-athletes. Right. So and, that's, that, that's where the football and men's basketball program comes in. Like, they already knew Larry Nasser, but the NCAA is looking at how the school handles sexual misconduct against student-athletes. If you're looking at student-athletes, football and men's basketball includes student-athletes as well. And so if I'm the NCAA, that's where I'm looking at. Right, you're getting a broader spectrum. Basically, what they're trying to do is basically let's see how many other people we can get knock out of here besides just the gymnastics uh, medicine guy. And plus, he was also part of USA uh, Gymnastics as well. So kind of interesting that he looked deeper into that one. But yeah, they looked deeper into the um, Michigan State, which is which is kind of sad. I thought I th- thought that sometimes I think we reach too far on that. Final thoughts, Frank. Well, all I can say is football football and basketball were cleared like I expected, but, you know, it's still it's still something. The Larry Nass thing is something that the school's going to have to bear for a while. That's, mm-hmm. that's really all I can say. David? Yeah, hopefully that... You know, Larry Nassar gets brought to justice. He's, he's, he's already yeah, yeah. David. He's already been brought to justice. Yeah. He's sitting in prison right now. Yeah, he's in prison, David, for a very long, no. long time. No, anyone else that worked with Larry Nassar? I was going to say Larry Nassar and his associate. Well, I and do. So. I do know that Kathy Clay, just the gymnastics coach, when she was allowed to retire, she's actually been charged. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's been brought in yet or not. Yeah, he uh, he'll he'll get what's due to him. David, what you got planned for the weekend? Besides to irritate it's Ohio football. State fans. Yeah, I mean I am wearing orange and black today, so hmm. I mean college football is back. NFL is coming back this week. Football on the tubes. Speaking of football, uh, Ohio State now up forty-two to seven. Ooh, and uh, this uh, over Oregon State. Oklahoma up 42-0, Maryland up 24-7 over Texas, and the state of Kent leading Illinois 17-3. So, go Mac schools. Oh, okay. Thanks, uh, Frank. Uh, Dave, have a good weekend, man. All right, see you guys next week. Yep, that was David the man that got Harris on there, and Frank hating on a whole bunch of schools. I bet you I'm going to say this, Frank. Texas comes back. <laughs> I, I'm not so... Uh... I'm not so sure about that. Maryland's up 24-7, and I haven't seen Twitter yet if anyone's bitching about Tom Herman yet. Hmm. We'll see. I'll bet you they'll come back. You heard it here first. Anyway, this has been a presentation of 88.3 WSTs. After further review, we're always on Saturdays, 11 to 1. Make sure you listen to our podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes. WSUG After Further Review on SoundCloud and I on, on iTunes. It's just After Further Review. And then when we update the segments, when you subscribe, it lets you know that there's a new episode. For Frank and David, I'm Derek Lawson. We'll see you here, same time, same place, on 88.3 WHT's After Further Review. Peace! We're out. See you guys next week.